The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Cause Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to causelight.com slash SGP. That's causelight.com slash SGP. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free or paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. I know the season is over for Man United, but we are mainly focusing on that show on next season and looking at the things that Eric Ten Hag will do as the new Manchester United manager while still spending some time previewing the upcoming game. Therefore, Brighton versus Manchester United will be covered exclusively still over at BetMUFC, the BetMUFC podcast. Finally, also follow the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com, at LockBetting.com, so LockBetting.com without the dot. That is my premium pay service that has delivered 107 months in a row of transparent track profit. If you look at the Twitter account, at LockBetting.com, you will see the pinned tweet is now the month of April. That was last month where we made just over 12 units, £1,268, which converts to $1,711. So another good month, another winning month. That was month number 107. And month number 107 means that we are just one month away from month number 108, which is significant because we'll be able to say we have been undefeated every single month in sports betting for nine years. So have a look at that spreadsheet. Make sure this is the service for you. If you also go down to the bottom of that spreadsheet, you'll see things like football, NBA, tennis, these little tags down the bottom. One of those tags will see PL, and you can also have a look at all of the other PL spreadsheets. Again, have a look at the type of plays we do, have a look at the type of stakes we put out, and make sure this is the service for you. At the bottom, you'll see members' comments verifying 
every single PL. You can make a comment underneath every single post, but it's most significant underneath the PL because that verifies all of the plays there. And you'll see the members speaking about the month overall. This is mostly important because it proves the fact that this is legitimate. I have delivered 107 months in a row of transparent track profit. And on each and every spreadsheet, it verifies the fact that all of the plays were real. I haven't added plays after the fact. And I haven't uh, not added losing plays to it. So every single play that we put out over the course of the month is there. And the end result is another month of transparent track profit taking us to month number 107. And if you want to be a part of month number 108, head over to lockbetting.com and sign up as early as you can. You've already missed a week of this month. Now that is important because lockbetting.com is on a Patreon page and Patreon have a weird billing cycle. Patreon allows me to be fully transparent and track because their system allows those comments at the bottom. So that's great for me and great for you guys as well in that sense. But the one drawback is their billing cycle. So if you sign up today on Thursday, the 5th of May, you will be charged for the month of May and you'll be billed again on June the 1st. If you sign up in 10 days time on the 15th of May, you'll still be charged for the month of May. You'll only get two weeks of the service and you'll be billed again on June the 1st. So make the most out of May. It's a big month. We've got the Champions League final, Europa Conference League final, Europa League final. We've got the end of the domestic soccer season. We've got the end of the NBA season. We have loads of tennis action. We have action in combat sports as well. So you should be able to get on board with all of it. It's a huge month. There's still lots to come. So head over to lockbetting.com and get signed up immediately if you have any intention of signing up. But do your research first. As I said, look at the pinned tweet. Look at that spreadsheet from last month. Look at the old spreadsheets. Make sure it's a service for you. Make sure that you can get all the plays. Make sure the stakes are fine. We do every man stakes. We don't do stupid stuff like five-star plays and 10-unit maxes and 20-unit whales and all this nonsense. It's all very sensible. It's all very affordable. If you have money to to bet on sports betting, you should be able to use this service and you will be able to make money as we look for our 108th month in a row. Moving on with this edition of the EPL show. This is another huge week in the EPL because we have lots going on. We have a battle for the top four between Arsenal and Tottenham. We have a proper title race between Manchester City and Liverpool where neither team can afford to slip up. And down the bottom, we have a genuine relegation clash. Watford and Norwich are gone, but any one of Everton, Burnley or Leeds could join them. We will look at the futures markets here for, for once because we don't do that very often throughout the course of the season. But at this point, we will do because it's very, very interesting. Chelsea are at 1-100 to to finish in the top four with Arsenal now the 4-9 to favourites to join them and Tottenham here have gone out to 13-8. to This is mainly down to the fact that if Arsenal win this weekend at home to Leeds and Tottenham lose away to Liverpool as expected, the gap will widen significantly to five points and that will make it very difficult for Tottenham to catch Arsenal with just three games to go. As for the EPL winner, Manchester City still out at 1-2, to two, minus 200, with Liverpool as the 13-8 to eight underdogs to win the league. As I said, it requires one slip-up from Manchester City, and I think Liverpool will be able to win out and win the league. So this is going to be interesting. Manchester City have four cup finals now, especially after their shocking exit 
in the Champions League to make sure that they are crowned the champions of the EPL this season. And that would be their only trophy this season because they didn't win the Carabao Cup. They're not in the FA Cup final. They're out of the Champions League. So now this is the one trophy that Manchester City can win. And uh, they were going for a treble just a few weeks ago. The relegation odds have swung significantly now. I was very, very much on Everton not to go down with my clients. And they have now moved out. They are no longer the favourites to go down. They have been replaced by Leeds, who are the 6-4 to four favourites to go down. With Everton now out at 15-8. to eight, With Burnley at 9-4 to four, off the back of their win away to Watford. Their comeback win and run that they've had as of late. And uh, their comeback win was away to Watford last week. And now that moves them out to 9-4. to four. So it's going to be very, very interesting as we approach the end of the running. Let's have a look at this week's games. We begin on Saturday here with the game between Brentford and Southampton. This is a three o'clock kickoff where Brentford are the 23 to 20 favourites. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and it's 9 to 4 on Southampton. After all that build-up, we start low-key here. This game doesn't matter at all. These teams are not involved in anything. I think, if anything, Brentford will be the ones here to to look at because I think they'll want to finish the season strong here, being at home in front of their own supporters, just a couple of games left. And they are the informed side here. They have seven points from the last nine available at home. And they have five wins in the last eight overall. And that's a very good form when you're down the bottom because that got them out of the relegation conversation. Saints have lost seven of the last 10 games. They've had a real dip after being so praised for what they've done over the course of the season. They've gone on holiday early. And uh, this Brentford side come into this having managed three consecutive clean sheets at home. So obviously they're turning it up at home. And therefore, that makes them good value here to get a win because I just feel the game is more important to them. It's not important to anybody really on paper, but obviously you lean with the home team in these situations because their supporters are coming out to watch them and they want to give a good performance like they have done as of late anyway. Up next, you have Burnley at home to Aston Villa. Well, surprisingly, Burnley are quite a big underdog here at 2-1. to one. It's 11-5 on the draw and it's 11-8 on Villa. What's weird in Burnley's running is that they play Villa twice in these last four games. So I can understand Villa being a favourite at home, wanting to play against their, their own supporters. But I don't see Villa as the favourite here in this game. So you could take Burnley on the money line as the 2-1 to one underdog. Or you can take Burnley as a pick here at the price of 5-4. to four. I think I would be taking Burnley here as a pick because I just don't see them losing this game. I see them incentivized to get something out of this game at the very least. So if they do end up getting a point, you end up pushing this selection. And if they end up winning the game, you end up winning this selection here at the price of five to four. I just don't see why Villa are the favourite. They have finished the season quite poorly. Stephen Jarrell would be... Um, disappointed with their finish. They're winless in three away games, losing two of those, whereas Burnley are seeking a third consecutive clean sheet and a fourth straight win at Turf Moor. Burnley have won each of the last three games as well, whereas Villa have failed to score in three of the last five games. So don't understand the, the odds making here. And I'm going to go for Burnley to pick up the win here. I'm going to take them, though, as a pick and uh, I think this will take them one step closer to safety. I don't have Burnley going down, actually. I have Leeds going down. I think their running is insanely difficult. And uh, I identified that quite early on when, when Everton were made the significant favourites to go down. I looked at Leeds' running and they were actually at the time quite clear. 
but they were still the the, the third favourites at nine to two. But I looked at their running and I only really saw a maximum of five points from the last six games. And that was me being generous. And that looks like something that the bookies have now realised installing Leeds as the favourites to go down along with uh, Watford and Norwich. Up next, we look at Chelsea at home to Wolves, where Chelsea are the one to three favourites. It's 18 to five on the draw and it's 17 to two, 17 to two, sorry, on Wolves. I think this game has become more important than Chelsea would have wanted it to because they've had a massive dip in form and they probably do need another win now to make sure that they do finish in the top four. I think they'll win this game and I think they'll do it with a clean sheet as well. Uh, Under two and a half goals has been a winning bet in each of Chelsea's last three games. And they face a Wolves team here who have failed to score in each of their last three games. um, With exactly one goal being scored in each of Wolves' last four away games. Uh, The last two games between these two sides finished in a nil-nil draw. Uh, There have been fewer than three goals in 17 of Wolves' last 20 away games. And 11 of Wolves' 15 Premier League losses this season have actually been by a single goal. So for me, this is a this is a low-scoring game. I think we'll see under three goals here. But rather than taking the under two and a half goals, which is available at 10 to 11, we'll take Chelsea to actually nick the winner here. I think this will be an important goal for them on route to a 1-0 win, maybe a 2-0 win. And that'll be a win that cements them in the Champions League positions for next season. Chelsea to win to nil is available at plus money at 11 to 10 with the under two and a half goals, which I also like at 10 to 11. But um, I'm going to go with the Chelsea to win to nil selection as my main lean here for this game. Up next, we move on to the game between Crystal Palace and Watford, where Palace are the four to six favourites. It's 14 to five on the draw and it's nine to two on Watford. Watford are down. Uh, Roy Hodgson's old club can confirm it here as he visits Crystal Palace here. I think that will be the case. I think Palace could probably win this by by more than a goal. I think they'll turn up here for their home fans. I think towards the end of the season, when you're looking at teams that have nothing to play for, I'd much rather take them at home. And in this instance, you have a Crystal Palace team that are far superior to this Watford team. This Watford team haven't had any stomach for the fight, even since Roy Hodgson came on board. He hasn't actually faced too much criticism for how poor they've been, particularly at home. But they haven't put up much of a fight at all and they've gone down almost as poorly as Norwich have. Uh, Palace won the reverse fixture against Watford 4-1 earlier on in the season. And Watford have now lost each of their last five games, adding weight to the argument they've had no stomach for the fight. All five of Crystal Palace's Premier League home wins have actually been by two goals or more, which is why I said that they might be able to win this game more handily. And uh, they are actually available at 21 to 10 to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here in this game. But we are simply going to take the money line here on the basis that Watford have lost their last five matches and they will go down here with another defeat against Crystal Palace. The game on Saturday between Brighton and Man United, the 5.30 kickoff, is covered exclusively over at BetMUFC. So we now move on to what is the game of the week because it involves Liverpool chasing the title here and Tottenham who are chasing fourth in the table. Liverpool are the one to two favourites to beat Tottenham here. It's 15 to four on the draw and it's 11 to two on Spurs. It's hard to make any argument for Tottenham here, although they did get a win away to Manchester City earlier on in the season. I personally 
would love to see Tottenham win this game. That would be good for my top four bet because I have Tottenham finishing in the top four. And it would be great for me as a Man United supporter seeing Liverpool's quadruple attempt collapse because that's the last thing that Manchester United supporters want to see. That's our treble eclipsed by their quadruple. Um, I'm confident at some point they will drop a trophy. Uh, I think Chelsea will be highly motivated for the FA Cup final. And Real Madrid, they seem like a team of God. They seem like a team of destiny in the Champions League. So hopefully Liverpool will lose one of the cup finals. But at the moment, they are favourites to win both of those. But they are not favourites to win the EPL. Manchester City are. So Manchester City need to win out, essentially, at this point, if Liverpool win all of their games as well. But I'm hoping Tottenham will get something here from this game. But I'm not holding out too much hope. So I think the selection for this game will have to be Liverpool to win. One to two is a little short, so we're going to attack on the over two and a half goals here for this selection. That's because Liverpool have scored 52 goals across the last 21 home league games. But Liverpool have also seen both teams score in five of the last seven clashes with the top four. So Tottenham could easily contribute here in this game. This Tottenham side have scored 50 goals in 24 games under Conte. And Kane has found form. He has actually scored four goals in seven trips to Anfield as well, specifically. So I think Tottenham will be able to score in this game. And that will mean that Liverpool have to score twice giving you a good play on Liverpool and over two and a half goals. I prefer this to Liverpool and both teams to score because you have the protection of not needing specifically Tottenham to score, but being able to cash this play if, if Liverpool score three goals in this game. And they are more than capable of doing that. They're more than capable of turning on and winning this game comfortably. Um, I just don't see that being the, the case here in this one because Tottenham are battling for the top four. I don't see Liverpool winning this by a wide margin. I think this will be a good game, actually. But I do think Liverpool will end up winning it. So we'll take Liverpool and over two and a half goals at six to five. If you do like both teams to score, Liverpool and both teams to score is available at two to one. But we'll take the six to five here, the plus 120 on Liverpool and over two and a half goals here in this one. Up next, we move across to Sunday and we look at the game here between Arsenal and Leeds. Leeds, as we mentioned, fighting for their lives down at the bottom of the table. Arsenal are the 49 favourites to win the game. It's 18-5 on the draw and Leeds are available here at 6-1. Now, if you look at the data here for this game, the data will tell you that this will be a game that will feature goals. Now, situationally, I see the game different. The situation in this game and the, the tactics that I think Leeds are going to implement mean that I see a different type of game here as to what the data tells me. The data tells me we're going to see a game full of goals. Arsenal come into this game with three straight wins, but they are without a clean sheet in six matches. They've seen over two and a half goals in five of the last six, with both teams scoring in four of the last five, while Leeds have seen over two and a half goals in five of the last seven. In head-to-head -head matches, Arsenal have won the last three. They've not lost to Leeds in ten and Leeds haven't kept a clean sheet in this fixture in three straight games. So you do see goals here on the horizon if you follow the data. But I just feel that it's going to be a different type of game to that. I know Leeds lost 4-0 to Manchester City. 
but they actually did come in with the intention to stifle City. Jesse Marsh spoke about going head-to-head against City, but that was a more conservative performance. And that's something we've seen from Leeds under Jesse Marsh. Even though they are the relegation favourites now, that's largely down to their running and the fact that they don't have enough points at this point in time to, to stay up. Uh, according to the the fixtures that they have, according to the projections that people have made with the fixtures I've had left, people have leads going down. But he has organised his team a little bit better. And I think they'll come here with a defensive setup. And that's not going to lend itself to loads of goals. Yes, this one could go over two and a half. But I don't think that it will be by a significant amount. And therefore, I'm not confident enough in taking that play. The direction I'd rather go with this selection is to take Arsenal to win because they do have the the more quality here. And I do think they'll edge out Leeds no matter what Leeds try to do here. They can't go toe-to-toe with Arsenal. I don't think they're good enough to park the bus. I do think Arsenal will end up getting the win. But as I feel unsure about a play on over two and a half goals, I'm certainly not confident on over four and a half goals. So I can uh, confidently tack on under four and a half goals here to the Arsenal money line. Arsenal under four and a half goals gives you the price of even money plus 100. I think there's decent value in that play. I don't think Leeds are going to cry and go toe-to-toe with Arsenal. I think they'll come here looking to grind out a result. They'll be looking to nick the game on the break or via a set piece, but I think they'll be happy with a point. I think they'll come for that point. But in the end, I think Arsenal's better quality will break through and they'll get another win. And I do actually think that Arsenal will finish the weekend five points clear of Tottenham. However, I don't think that will be the end of it for the top four because I do think in midweek that Tottenham will beat Arsenal at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, taking it back to two points and then making it very, very uncomfortable for Arsenal in the last two games because Arsenal will need to win out. And they've shown throughout the course of the season that at times they're not entirely capable of doing that. Only recently did they have a three-game skid. So I still think it's going to be very interesting, even if Arsenal do go into the Tottenham game with a five-point lead. On that note, there will be a midweek edition of the EPL show. There are a lot of games in midweek. So I will be dropping a midweek edition of the EPL show. But until then, uh, for this particular game, we take Arsenal and under four and a half goals as I think they will open up a five-point gap between themselves and Tottenham by the end of the weekend. Up next, we look at Leicester versus Everton, where Leicester are the 6-4 favourites. It's 23-10 on the draw and it's 17-10 here on Everton. Coming off the back of that Europa Conference League exit, Leicester's season is now fully done. Um, I can make a case here for home teams turning up. I have made that throughout the show. Home teams with nothing more to play for are more likely to turn up than they are away from home. But I just feel in this instance, I only want to be on one team and that's going to be... Everton because Everton are the ones who are fighting to stay up. They've shown some fight as of late. They've beaten Manchester United. They've beaten Chelsea. And I think they're capable of getting a positive result here away to Leicester. I actually expected Leicester to be more of a significant favourite given the league positions of the two teams and given that Leicester are the, the better side overall. But here they've got them very, very close. They've got Everton as only slight underdogs here. There have been under two and a half goals in four of the last five games involving both Leicester and Everton. Leicester come into this with no wins in six and in head-to-head clashes, Everton actually haven't lost to Leicester in four straight games. So 
Good data here for Everton to get something. I think it will be a, a low-scoring game. I think Everton will set up to be defensively organised and they'll be the team looking to, to nick this game. And I think they'll be more than capable of doing that, far more capable than Leeds are away to Arsenal in their relegation class. So my main selection here is going to be on under two and a half goals. It's cashed in four of the last five for both of these two sides. But I also like Everton as a pick. I don't make that my main lean though because I don't want to get too deep into Everton because we already really want them to win this game as we've already backed them to stay in the Premier League this season. Up next, we look at Norwich versus West Ham. This game has become completely insignificant because Norwich are down. Our West Ham season is essentially over. I think they're just trying to get one more win to make sure they do have European football next season via the Europa Conference League. Therefore, we will take them to win this game. They are the 4-5 to favourites to win. It's 11-4 on the draw and it's 7-2 on Norwich. Norwich had some fight at different periods this season, but in the end, they went down with a whimper. And I think this will be another loss for them. Don't necessarily like taking West Ham on the um, Thursday-Sunday dichotomy, coming back from Eidrick Frankfurt after a hugely disappointing loss. But I do think they'll be good enough to bounce back and beat Norwich here in this spot. Final game is the 4.30 kickoff here. It's Man City at home to Newcastle, where Man City are the 1-7 to favourites. It's 13-2 on the draw and it's 16-1 to on Newcastle. Newcastle gave Liverpool a really good game last week, but that was at St James's Park. I think away from home, it would be much more difficult for them. Liverpool will be targeting this as a potential banana skin for Manchester City, but I just don't see it that way. In fact, especially off the defeat in midweek, I think City will be riled up here and I think they'll put in a strong performance. However, you're not really getting too much value here with your selections. If you want to take Manchester City on the Asian handicap line, they are only available at 1-2, to two, minus 200. And that's to beat a Newcastle team that's been in decent form. So we're getting very, very bloated odds here, making it quite difficult for me to make a selection here in this game. In the end, I went for Manchester City and over two and a half goals at the price of 8-13. to 13. In the head-to-head matches between these two sides, over two and a half goals has cashed in seven of the last nine. City have won five straight and haven't lost to Newcastle in the last six. And Newcastle haven't kept a clean sheet in his fixture in 13 games. More recently, Manchester City have seen over two and a half goals cash in six of the last six. And Newcastle are likely to be chasing in this game as Manchester City should score the first goal, something they've done in five of their last five games. So I'm going to take Manchester City to win and over two and a half goals is your selection for this one. And that one is available at eight to 13. Closing out with your lock this week, it was actually difficult to find a lock here from a single game. There was stuff that I liked, but I'm very careful what I play for one unit. So I found myself reaching and forcing it and therefore I'm going to scale it back and keep it nice and simple. I'm going to go with something that I think everybody will agree with. Lots of people have Liverpool and Manchester City winning out. They don't see any game where they will drop points. And I'm the same. I think that both of the teams will win their remaining fixtures. They're head and shoulders above the rest in the Premier League. And I'm going to ride that opinion here this weekend with the lock. 
I'm going to take Liverpool and Manchester City in a parlay. So that's 1-2 to two minus 200 and 1-7. to seven. Feels chalky, but it ends up coming to 5-7 to seven odds or 71-100. to 100. So for £100, you'll make a £71 profit. That's pretty much roundabout what you'd get if we took a lock from a single game as well. As I said, there was stuff I like. There will be stuff on the on the card over at lockbetting.com from the EPL this weekend. It's just not too much. There's not just not too much that I like for one unit and I take one unit stakes very seriously. So my one unit is going to be on the parlay here as I see Liverpool beating Tottenham on Saturday and I see Manchester City beating Newcastle on Sunday and Manchester City coming out of the weekend with their lead intact as we have three games left. So that's your lock for the show. As I said, there will be another edition of the EPL show in midweek with six midweek games to play. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.